You're watching the Tesla Life live, a show by the Tesla community for the Tesla community, with your host Mark Coughlin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tesla Life number two eighty four. Here we are on Wednesday. What is it? The twelfth? No, the seventh. The seventh of December. The 12th will come eventually. Don't worry. It'll mm. get here. But <laughs> uh, day, chatting. There you go. Uh, kudos to Patrick, who just keeps modifying that opening. It's getting better and better. I don't know how he can keep upping himself like that, but uh, great job, Patrick. <laughs> Thank Practice. <you. laughs> <laughs> well, here we are. Uh, we've got our co-host. we got Mr. Casey Green joining us from the un undisclosed area completely. How are you today, sir? Somewhere in the southeast mid-Atlantic area. Uh, I am doing pretty well. I found the lights. Well, I found them earlier, but I finally set them up. I got this camera. Uh, I needed the lights because the camera was making me look like really, really brown, and I'm not that brown in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, okay. approximating what I really look like. <laughs> yeah, this is not my real color at all. I'm all blown out. It's, it's not good at all. I need a new camera. Right? Like, whatever. I held up the phone <laughs> next to the camera. I'm like, eh, it's close enough. <laughs> well, it's all part. It's all part of Casey's. Uh, of uh, his hiding from everybody. So That's undisclosed right. location, different camera view. He'll be wearing a hat next week. So uh, take him while you can get him. Will it be a Tesla hat or a, uh, another yeah, well, hat? well, put oh, on a rigging hat. It'll really confuse people. Right. My, my cyber sweaters arrived. Uh, they're in the other room. Otherwise, I'd... Ah, the cyber sweater. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And, also, and the smack arrived too, but they're in another, they're in, in my address of record. <laughs> Also joining us, we have Mr. Patrick Connor joining us from the West Coast. How are you today, sir? Hello, I am good. Uh, I bought a little bit of Tesla shares today. It's uh, I didn't think I'd ever be able to pick it up this low again. So uh, uh, whoever's spreading FUD out there and driving the price down, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it stays down. And, like, and now it's time to again. stop, right, Patrick? Now I'm fine. Buy some shares. Okay, I'll give Casey a couple days. But yeah, uh, this is not yeah, stock advice, but uh, it, it, buying it at this price, I think it's a deal. So mm -hmm. Otherwise, I wouldn't be buying it. So, Especially yeah, given our last show on Thursday. I mean, just my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we don't know what the uh, Q4 numbers are going to be. We'll find out soon. But uh, uh, we, we just, there was a report of 100,000 vehicles being produced in November uh, from Shanghai. I mean, if one, that, that, that means that if they could continue that run rate for an entire year, that's over 1.2 million out of one factory. So yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's, it's looking really good to me. Yeah, but you, you do you. It certainly <laughs> yeah. shows that they have the capability, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, after the show, I spoke with uh, my mother, who drives over the over the road long range long long haul trucking, and her favorite feature of the Tesla Semi presentation was the uh, the passing uphill presentation. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be something more mundane and practical, like uh, the light test is one button, and you Check have to do that every time was... before you drive. Right, the light test and the suspension dump, but um, the the fact that you can actually not lose all that time climbing the mountain, and then that it stays under control coming back yeah. down the other side of the mountain. Yes. Well, it's 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 a huge difference because uh, truckers apparently are supposed to 
descend the hill at the same speed they went up the hill because that's yeah. saving on their brakes, right? Keeping right. in a in a gear that keeps the uh, the motor from running away from them and having to use one of those off ramps. So yeah, it's really a good. huge it's a huge waste of time uh, because yeah. they're typically traveling at one quarter or less of the speed that they would normally travel on a flat section of road. Like Thirty so, to and of course, an hour. Yeah. And of course, if you don't know this, truckers are basically getting paid by the mile. So the slower miles they turn, the less money they're making. So they mm -hmm. would definitely want to be traveling faster if they could. And of yeah. course, uh, uh, with the uh, with the semi coming downhill and using the regen braking, yes. they got no yep. problems of uh, overheating their brakes. So another exactly. another win, and, 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 and of course another another win on not using the physical brakes and not having to replace them. So exactly. and the, and the, and then you get, you go further because it's regen. I asked her about the where the the, the engineer mentioned that uh, that they at the brake check area they were cold brakes. And I said, well, you, you think you'd be able to skip that after they realize what you got? And she said, well, they've still got rubber tires, so they might want to make sure your tires aren't overheated. But mm. since they're not checking your brakes, it should still be faster. Yeah. Right. That's pretty cool. Well, speaking of the semi, Patrick's got our first story that comes from his uh, carswithcords.net uh, site. What's that yeah. uh, all about, Patrick? That's right. So the, the semi event was last week. And uh, we all made guesses about how big the battery was going to be uh, in the announcement. And then they didn't tell us. <laughs> what? Not even a hint. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, but after the fact, we did get a few more hints. And so uh, I, I blogged about it and uh, tried to figure out, uh, continuing that same guessing game based on a little more data. So we know they did a 500-mile trip. If you look really closely at that graph, you'll see that it only used about 93% of the battery. Mm -hmm. So using that and what we knew that it uh, was less than two kilowatt hours per mile, that that battery could have been as big as 1,075 kilowatt hours. Yeah. But then Musk tweeted that the efficiency was 1.7 kilowatt hours per mile, and that changed yeah. everything. everything. So using that number and the... Um, the, the trip they did with the extra capacity it had, that rounded it out to 914 kilowatt hour capacity. Then of course, there's always some reserve in EVs. When your car says it's 100% full, it's not really 100% full. That's the user exposed portion of the battery pack. Manufacturers do this because they want those packs to last 10 plus years and deep cycling the batteries uh, make sure that they wouldn't last that long. So some of it's always locked away to prevent that deep cycling. And we don't know how much it is in the case of the semi-truck, but just taking a guess of 6% uh, for a reserve, that took that 914 up to 969 kilowatt hours, which I just thought was a very Muskian number. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was my final guess, which is pretty close to, on the show, I think I said 975. So uh, I'm, I'm still, uh, which... Anytime you put out a number like that, you, your brain does something called anchoring, and then you try to justify why that was right, which could be exactly what I did, because uh, I got pretty close at 969. Uh, <laughs> I guess I should have uh, said the reserve is going to be 6.4%, uh, and then I could have got exactly back to my number. But <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so what do you think of my theory about the uh, the NAX connector? Oh, um, so that it's going to be NAX? Hmm. Yeah, except um, the high end of it, right? Um, yeah, that's uh, so. We've seen Tesla do this before, 
where they the industry's going one way, they go another. If they're yes. if they've made Nax a standard and it supports megawatt level charging, I don't see why they would use a different one. Right. So uh, uh, some other news came out uh, that MCS two uh, part of the reason they went to the triangular shape for MCS three was somebody claimed uh, the, the the hairpin connectors on MCS two uh, was patent infringing. So it looks like they have to change the connector anyway. So why would they change it to MCS three? Further adds to my uh, my my thinking. Hmm. I mean, MCS three is more capable, but now you know they're trying to push NAX on everybody. Why not use NAX on the truck, especially with the comment about Cybertruck being the same architecture? Exactly. Yes, uh, that would certainly make that architecture portable. It would be the same connectors everywhere, and that gives them more economies of scale instead of, oh, the semis, the semis low enough volume they could, and yeah. high enough price, they could probably, I mean, they could easily get away with doing something different there if they wanted to, but that's just not how they... Or, or give, it, give it a dual or triple connector, you know, what, yeah. you know, give you some mm -hmm. options because uh, Those cables are expensive. they're going to be all over the place. Uh, if yeah. it makes sense to plug it into a CCS or a a NAX or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. I, I Plus think there's that whole, that whole uh, backup confidence. Or, uh, or of course, of course. If you run out of charge, you can plug it in a regular supercharger. Maybe even more running. simpler, maybe they just provide the adapters uh, in the kit. There you go. And oh, just yeah. Let them, just let them have the adapters comes with the truck. It, it's expensive enough. They can probably throw in a few bucks for an adapter. But they could also throw in a mobile charger. True. <laughs> <laughs> Because as we talked about, a mobile charger, uh, as silly as it seems, actually has a pretty good use case for just running the uh, the cabin. If if yeah. they ever do more than a day cabin, especially, but even in a day cab, you might be sitting in there running the AC while you're getting loaded or whatever. And absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, we've we've have some other speculation out there on the size of the battery, but uh, the other thing that we we speculated on was the actual weight of the semi, the actual trailer yeah. it's, or truck itself. We don't know. Um, we know that truck and trailer can be up to 82,000 pounds. And we know that the test that they ran with a van trailer uh, was at 81,000 pounds uh, through, uh, through highway five. But um, I, we may have to wait until someone like say Zach and Jex Jesse get their own where they can right. weigh it. Uh, yeah, because right. they don't have an NDA. Because I, I don't think that Pepsi is going to be weighing the truck and letting us know. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's going to be uh, quiet. And of course, uh, will there be who works at a way station to let us know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Um, although at the way station they weigh both of them, it would have yeah, to go exactly. through without a trailer. Yeah, right. They, yeah. yeah, we already know the total can be eighty-one or eighty-two thousand, yeah. and that doesn't help us. So, what? What? Uh, to get them there what, when it what are your guesses? too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, go drop that trailer and come back. Let's. let's so I, I've seen I've seen um, several credible seeming guesses. Uh, they they say up to about ten to twelve thousand over uh, uh, average semi. Uh, Twenty-seven thousand, and uh, for some reason, fifteen thousand. No, to be this Casey, or is it me? Um. It's Patrick. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm having some connection problems. Okay. Can, can go, you hear me? Keep going. Go ahead. I can so, hear you. Yeah, I can hear okay. you. Okay. So, so uh, Casey, I've I've also heard that a standard gasoline or I'm sorry, diesel, diesel. Uh, yeah. tractor can weigh somewhere between fifteen and twenty five thousand. Right. Right. Um, and 
that's a pretty wide range. It is. Um, <laughs> it's going to be tough to compare apples to apples here uh, because, of course, uh, normal uh, diesel uh, day cabs, there's zero room to move around in them except right. for the two seats. Yeah. Uh, whereas, of course, the uh, Tesla Semi has got that extra large cubicle. Uh, step in <laughs> cubicle that you can get into almost, a, I would say, a, you know, it, it's almost a, a sleeper cab. Uh, it's just it's not quite as large, but yeah. uh, it is it is getting there. Yeah. Uh, another thing that my mom pointed out is uh, her truck, they get about three to three to six hundred miles uh, on, on with both saddle tanks full and uh Everybody insists that she can do 700 to 1500 miles on full tanks, and I'm wondering, uh, are they towing something lighter than she is, not going through the mountains, or have they got like extra large tanks? But uh, so, well, well, of course, she could be. Certainly, the the loads are different for every truck uh, yeah. run, typically, right? Unless yeah. you're hauling the same commodity over and over, right? But uh, <clears throat> a full uh, 53 foot load of uh, chips is going to be a lot lighter than. Uh, you know, uh, a load of Pepsi. It's yes. going to be. It's going to be completely different. Uh, even though they're taking up the same volume, uh, you're going to have some different weights, and you're going to have some different uh, mileages based on those weights. So yeah. mm -hmm. we will have to see as it goes along. But uh, I wanted to say hello to uh, Anders, or I guess uh, good night to Anders, because it's 1 a.m. in the morning there in Sweden. <laughs> and uh, hello to you morning, uh, Hockey Day and JT as well, joining us in the chat room. Uh, if you're not already joining us in the chat room, uh, please, and, and uh, next time, connect and uh, join in on the chat. We'd love to see you in there. Say hello if you're, yeah. if you're in there now. Next, I uh, want to talk a little bit about the Santa Claus Parade. And of course, yes. uh, the uh, Tesla Semi, uh, which uh, is now, uh, I guess, spending most of its time in Modesto, California. Uh, this past weekend, they decided to let it loose already. Join the community out there. Show them what they've got. And uh, what happened is they, uh, they joined the Santa Claus Parade to uh, bring it out and show the community. So I'll just share some video that we've got here. Yeah. And that was kind of cool because part of the reason that... That Modesta even ordered them was because they needed to, to to be a zero emission facility, and this this gets them there. There it is, traveling along. It looks like it's almost snowing. There's snowing now. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Chester oh, Cheeto cool. in the back. There we go. Oh, I didn't notice <laughs> Chester in there. All right, that's pretty cool. And there, there was there was some music involved, but you know, this is YouTube and. There was some music. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they won't slam us on a Christmas song, but you never know. They they definitely would, especially now. So it's a good thing it's <laughs> muted. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, out uh, doing some community outreach uh, with the uh, with the new semi, letting the people uh, see uh, the new vehicle on the road as it uh, air horns its way down the parade route. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Next, I uh, want to talk a little bit about a rebate that's available for Model 3 and Model Ys. If you take purchase of an inventory vehicle and if you take possession before the end of the year. So $37.50 uh, is available to anyone that can fulfill those requirements. And uh, <clears throat> kind of thinking that this has got something to do with the uh, tax break uh, that's coming to uh, Americans uh, after 
uh, the end of this year. So January 1st, it comes into effect. We're up to a $7,500 uh, rebate. Uh, we'll be eligible to people purchasing EVs that fall within the, uh, um, I guess, the uh, mandates of the, uh, uh, the rules that they have in place. Income, uh, price of the actual EV, if it's under a certain amount. So you've got these things that uh, are required. But what's really nice about this rebate this time is that it's transferable at purchase. So you don't have to file your taxes and then get it. They can just take it right off of your purchase price uh, at the dealership, at the delivery center, and uh, you've got yourself uh, the rebate. So I imagine that there's many people that have had a vehicle on order, and if it's coming up for delivery in December, they're looking for ways to delay that until the first of the year when it should qualify for some, or if not all, of that rebate. So yeah. I got to believe there's a lot of people calling their Tesla representatives and saying, let's just delay this a little bit longer. Or if they're being told to come pick it up they're they're putting in that one uh, uh, optional uh, delay uh, that you're able to do with a uh, ordered car from Tesla. So uh, as you guys know, I'm a member of quite a few local clubs because of my nomadic nature. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, I've seen about 10 different people attempt to get their order delayed to varying successes. And uh, mm. Tesla really wants these cars delivered. And so I'm, I'm hoping that, that this uh, helps out because for many people, that, that would be all they get from the tax credit. Uh, some people might get the full tax credit and that, that, that I just understand that. Uh, but you also have to look at if you fail to delay it correctly, not only do you get put back in line, your price will go up to current. So mm -hmm. be very careful with this. Uh, I, I do understand, and I, I do say, yeah, go for it, try it, but but be careful. Um, Tesla isn't exactly flexible with this right now. So Yeah, so having this markdown or discount or rebate or whatever you want to call it from Tesla is super rare. They do yeah. not do this very often at all. If you've already got an order in. Uh, and so the thing in China right now, too. Yeah. Um, so, so, Mark, you touched on some really good points that if you take this deal and you get it now, you don't have to worry about whether you're going to qualify uh, for the incentive next year. Or you don't maybe you end up getting a, a raise at work and now your income's too high or, or take it back. what could happen. <laughs> yeah. and, or, or like Casey said, you the, the price could change because of, uh, you the you get moved back in line and then the, the prices change and now you're paying something else. Sure. You get a bigger discount, but then if you're paying more, it didn't change anything. So there's, this is a, a rare opportunity. If you're in a window where you were getting your car, I would grab it now, but uh, that's just me. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I'm going to qualify for the incentives anyway. So that's, so yeah, this one, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Yeah. You don't no have to wait an entire year. Here. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's a plus uh, in many ways, uh, but uh, also it might give some people the opportunity to jump in uh, that are not even in line and grab a mm -hmm. inventory vehicle, collect the uh, discount, uh, and get out quickly. So that that might be a big plus for somebody that's been thinking about ordering a Tesla and dreading maybe the uh, two or three or four month wait uh, that they may have uh, ahead of themselves for uh, a popular model like the Y. 
So uh, this is uh, this is a, a way to uh, get ahead of that line uh, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And and like we keep saying, you know, with Tesla, if if you see something you like, get get it before they change their mind. Pray I don't alter it further. <laughs> 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 As someone mentioned in the Empire Strikes Back, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, uh, is that Elon playing Darth? Darth Elon? <laughs> Pray I don't alter the deal. It's a meme there somewhere. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, next, uh, speaking of um, uh, manufacturing, uh, we've got a possible prototype that has been seen a few times now in the wild. Actually, a couple of different cars have actually been seen. So, um, hmm. yeah. So uh, Casey's got some video here. Um, and what's interesting is that both the front and back ends are blacked out. Uh, there's, they're what's being protected uh, in these cars. There was also a red one spotted uh, in the... Uh, uh, Fremont factory area as well. So uh, this also, white one and a red one was spotted. Also, something I noticed on Sunday while I was doing the the chat with uh, friends, this vehicle back here it's a, it's, it's clearer in another picture. Let's see if I can uh, shrink this down and go to that other picture instead. There we go. Uh, so we can see the rear is 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 covered. Uh, the, mm -hmm. There's a flap here which doesn't make much sense because there's nothing there. That's for the it's, exhaust pipe. Maybe yeah. <laughs> um, and then in the front, um, they, they've got you know the the flap for the for the towing eye, and then some some camouflage here and here. Some folks thought that they saw cameras here, but uh, they're probably snaps for the uh, for the headlight cover. And then uh, some folks think that this might be a camera, either front facing or side facing, and. Um, it probably does not have ultrasonic sensors because Tesla's going away from them. And then we can see that truck that I noticed again uh, much more clearly in this photo. Hmm. What? What? Why are you interested in the truck? What? Is uh, wearing the same camouflage? Only one other person's called it out. On the back of the truck. <laughs> is this yeah. like an industry industry refresh meeting, or is Tesla doing? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's the mall where all these car testers go to uh, during yeah. the off hours. Yeah. <laughs> But, a meeting uh, of car testers. <laughs> this could be part of the uh, Project Highland that we've it been hearing be. about. Although Project Highland has probably got a lot to do with the in internals of the car. Uh, we're looking at reducing part counts. Uh, we're yes, looking at combining a number of things, maybe uh, integrating some of the Model Y features like the uh, the single castings uh, for the front and the back. There's, there's probably a number of things that aren't cosmetic. But there may be some cosmetic exterior things as well. Uh, we have heard rumors about cameras. Uh, we've heard mm -hmm. heard rumors about uh, them wanting autopilot cameras to be out a little bit further, to have a little bit of a different of field of vision. So that could be part of this. Uh, putting the front and back camo on this car, it, it even could be just misleading the public. Maybe only yeah. the front yeah. is changed. The back is just uh, pretending. So. Right. <laughs> uh, this, this is uh, these are things that uh, we're not really sure about, but uh, Tesla again, uh, as we've spoken in the past, is a company that iterates, and these are some of the changes that uh, it's testing in its newest model. There's also uh, talk about uh, Fremont Factory 
uh, having some of the machinery moved around uh, because they're anticipating that the line is going to change a little bit for model uh, three, model Y. So uh, mm, this could be also part of these. For that too. Yeah, and, and the permits have been filed, and that's why this information has come out. It's not like Tesla's advertising this. It, uh, yeah. They had to file it with a government agency, and that's how that information gets out of the company. But um, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, if uh, in the new year, uh, we start to get uh, a slightly different flavor of the Model 3. And uh, certainly, uh, it'll be interesting to see if Tesla says anything about it, or as uh, some other changes have happened to the Model 3 and why, and that they don't even really say anything. They just continue to roll off the line, and maybe the website changes slightly. Um, it's uh, it's something that uh, we'll be keeping an eye on and be curious to see uh, what type of hints or information we get uh, before the car is refreshed. Yeah. <laughs> Which could be any minute. I'm, I'm going to go get a, a camo wrap and put on the front of my car and just park it somewhere and see what <laughs> Well, that's another another good point, though, is is Tesla so rarely changes the outside that uh, we, we've seen them in cases where they've completely uh, changed stuff, and we didn't even know because they look the same on the outside. They didn't even need the camo. Uh, like with the all-wheel drive Model 3, the only way we even saw it was when they had the calibration, uh, the ABS calibration wheels on it, and it's a little hard to hide them because they're steelies with the with the uh, encoders and the antennas. <laughs> Yeah, Derek yeah. mentioned car bras. Uh, that that was a thing like in the '90s, maybe uh, or yeah. even earlier. Eighties and nineties. Yeah, it's, uh, yep. yeah. it's uh, kind of not done anymore, just because uh, those end up rubbing on your paint, and uh, mm -hmm. everyone's doing PPF and wraps and other stuff now instead. We also end up with yeah. the tone because uh, the UV. <laughs> right. Yes. Yep. Take yeah, I remember or... that the uh, underneath the uh, underneath the car bra would be perfect paint, and then above it, it would be the UV baked in paint, <laughs> faded so... stuff. Yeah, that's, that's how. Uh, that, that they need to make sure that in, if you're ever doing an '80s movie, you have some cars with this. <laughs> exactly. Well, next, uh, Casey's got a story for us about Giga Shanghai and uh, production there. Yeah, so Giga Shanghai set another record. And sold over a hundred thousand vehicles in November. Wow! That uh, doubters. <laughs> so they delivered one hundred thousand <laughs> two hundred ninety-one units. So it's the first time they've gone over a hundred thousand. And then they had a little tweet in Chinese about it, uh, Mandarin, I should say. And uh, kudos to you guys. Yeah. Man. Yeah, well, I, I did not see this was on our list. I spoiled it I, by mentioning it early. Sorry. But it is uh, it is interesting that uh, this shows that Tesla does have the capability at Shanghai uh, to you know if everything is running properly and COVID lockdowns are a thing of the past, uh, we could be hitting a, over a 1.2 million run rate for the year yeah. for a single factory. One factory. So, and, and and two other bits of current news about Giga Shanghai is currently uh, it's it's saying that they're not running as efficiently as they could because they're having trouble. Hiring enough people, which if they did this with half a staff, whoo! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and on the good news side of it is uh, the same sort of uh, discounts that we're seeing right now for the uh, impending tax credit in the U.S. Uh, Tesla's running something similar for the impending end of the tax credit in China. So, not that anybody here can hear us in China, but if if you're on a VPN or something, or you know some Chinese people, tell them hurry up and get it done before December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And of course, uh, this story indicated, Casey, that these were vehicles sold. So yeah, actually transferred to customers. So really the production rate could even, could even be higher. higher. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because Tesla won't tell us what they produced until the end of the quarter, which by then, you know, it's not as cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> when is the Chinese New Year this year? Um, the, I don't know when the Chinese New Year is, but the, the, uh, the the tax credit and the uh, production report are both on end of uh, 31 December. Oh, so right with the end of the year. Mm. I, yeah, interesting. I uh, made the assumption that uh, China would not be using the same calendar. My bad. I, I think they are. Uh, I mean, they have the Chinese New Year for like, uh, you know, social reasons. And like, uh, like the Thai, they have our Gregorian calendar, but they have a completely different year. Uh, I think they're four or 500 years ahead of us. <laughs> so they know the future. They can tell us if we're going to be alive in four or 500 years. Right, right. Well, Excellent. well I use the Kirkazak calendar, so this is the year 22,022. So. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got my 1223 calendar uh, in a bag ready to go. Right, yes. <laughs> the, the HE, human era. Right, or exactly. Holocene era, you know, if you want to be all scientific about it. <laughs> well, now it's time to go underground. And Casey's got a story about the Boring Company. Oh, okay. I thought that uh, Patrick had this one. But uh, <laughs> I'll do four. So in Kentucky, uh, in Louisville specifically, the Boring Company has, uh, has said they might they might do a boring tunnel there. And uh, as we talked about on the What Drives Us show, uh, we'll see when they actually put Poofrock or Godot or any of them TBMs in the ground and then we'll say, hey, they're doing it. But right now, it's just a, hey, it's looking really good right now. Yeah, uh, so. apparently this is um, <clears throat> an eight-year plan that Louisville has uh, to upgrade yes. their state uh, fairgrounds and uh, have a connection between the airport, the state uh, convention center, and, of course, a university uh, and the downtown uh, as well. So yep. uh, it's yep. this will be a massive project. Yes. Uh, Unlike uh, you know two one mile tunnels, this would definitely yes. be a lot larger, but yeah, they, uh, more they, along they... the scale of what uh, Las Vegas is expanding to. Right, and they open for bids in uh, June, so we'll see uh, where they actually end. Spam risk. Whoa! Yeah. What was yeah. that? Spam risk. Somebody's somebody's <laughs> calling me. Uh, <laughs> we'd like to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> and then they find out I've got a Tesla, oh. and they hang up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no we don't cover those <laughs> yeah so so this will be exciting uh, especially if if we see the tunnel machine go in the ground because uh, you know i enjoy a good boring loop story and eventually maybe one of these things will have the air partially evacuated from it and become the first production commercial hyperloop yeah but hopefully not with your personal car because uh, you'll need to bring some scuba tanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not gonna happen <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, uh, that's uh, that's interesting. Again, uh, Boring Company uh, has been successful in Las Vegas, and we're looking for city number two uh, as they uh, they present a lot of uh, proposals uh, out there. Uh, some of them have been rejected. Uh, some of them uh, haven't heard about much progress. But uh, it'll be interesting to see when Boring Company uh, racks up another win. Yeah, they've had others where they, you know, the city is like, yeah, they're coming, and then, then like they disappear off the, off of the boring company website. <laughs> so yeah, so something happened, but just uh, it's just yeah. quiet about it. So very quiet. I'm not holding my breath, but I'm excited either way. Yeah. 
Well, we're going to just move the uh, order of uh, stories here so that Patrick uh, gets in here with the next one. And this, okay. of course, is for uh, what's happening in uh, New England. Oh, that's right. Yes. So uh, this comes us to, to us from Teslarati and is titled South Burlington Approved Zoning Change that Brings Tesla Closer to Its First Vermont Sales Center. Um, so the uh, town of South Burlington has been talking about where they would allow direct car sales. And they've made some zoning changes on Monday. They approved a plan that would reorganize several things. Three districts are being uh, shuffled around. And uh, the site of a former uh, Hannaford, which I guess is a grocery store yeah. uh, in that region. Okay. Uh, and they will allow vehicle sales there. So, uh, yeah, that's it's um, I'm surprised to hear that there's an area, a, a state that doesn't have Tesla sales in it yet. Um, there was oh, one you have a couple. Got yeah. Texas OK. And I mean, South Carolina and Pennsylvania. Right. right. <laughs> yes. So uh, with, with the uh, commission. Yeah. OK. Th those all have good reasons. Yes. Yeah. They're they all have good reasons. Fighting, they have BS fighting. reasons. It, it, yes. Yes. I mean, the. Uh, this was just zoning, not like there's okay. a major that's, that's opposition okay from the uh, legacy uh, yeah, uh, dealership. Dealer association. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So and there was one person laws. <laughs> in, uh, who uh, objected to this, um, Mr. Andy Champagne, who wants Tesla's service and sales centers to be put on hold until Elon Musk is, quote, running his companies ethically. All his companies. Uh, like, like yes. all his companies don't have any say in this, just Tesla. Come on now. He, he added that uh, <laughs> Elon Musk has decided to turn all the cars off. Then all we're left with are glorified paperweights and no one can fix any of them. Okay. So uh, yeah, this is just the, the lawsuit on that would be just a little bit of a conspiracy theory happening there with uh, Mr. Champlain. Yes. Yeah. A little bit of FUD. Uh, Right. Uh, so, yeah, that was a, an interesting story, and we might uh, have yet another uh, a state with, with Tesla for sale. So is, this, is this guy confusing ethics with right to repair? Because I support right to repair, and I, I admire ethics, but uh, what do you define as ethics, Mr. Well, I, I don't know about him you know, saying if Elon Musk decided to turn off all the cars, you'd be left with a, everyone would be left with a paperweight. It's like, Really? Like, okay, yeah, the cars are connected to the Tesla mothership. We understand that. Yeah. But it brings along these other benefits. I, I have not heard of Elon deciding to shut a state off or <laughs> uh, a country or uh, even uh, a city, for that matter. So I'm not really sure where this guy's car. coming from. Even those right. cars are still running. They just can't supercharge or get service. <laughs> so, so he doesn't like connected cars. Fine, he doesn't have to buy a connected car. Right. That doesn't if mean you that like... you should disallow other people from buying something that they want just because you don't believe in it. Yeah, if you mean, don't like carrot that's... cake, don't eat carrot cake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. I was Maybe going somewhere else is... for that. I remember just, I like to be a family friendly show. Maybe he is part of the dealer association, <laughs> Patrick, after all. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Who is this guy? No, why, what, what might motivate him to say these things? Let's look exactly. Up, Interesting questions. Exactly. Kind of weird. <laughs> Who the hell but, are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a LinkedIn well, next, profile? <laughs> next, we're going to talk yeah. a little bit about construction company. 
We don't need to dox anybody. Stop, stop. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I shouldn't <laughs> even mention a name, but it is in the article, so it's public Case, information. Casey's got our next story. And this yes, is, thank you. Yes, course, next. <laughs> is, of course, about radar. And uh, I thought we got rid of radar, Casey. No, no, we didn't get rid of it. We just stopped feeding it into the car computer. Like, my car is still beaming out radar beams, but I, I can't see what it does anymore. But, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, some cars went out without radar after a yes, while, right? there are quite a few cars that actually don't have a radar module installed. So, um, Elon had been quoting, uh, or he was speaking with Fred of, uh, of Electric, and, uh, and, and he said he, that the, 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 the radar that's in my car isn't worth having. It's, it's not as good as just using cameras. Where uh, he said that there might be some benefit is in an ultra-high-def a uh, high-resolution uh, radar solution. And so then we get this uh, this letter from uh, from Tesla to the, uh, I believe, the FCC. Yes. And um, it's, it's, uh, it's trying to stop something from happening tomorrow. So they, they have a confidentiality agreement for this product and documentation, manuals, photos, et cetera. Uh, all that, that confidentiality expires tomorrow. So today. They want, today, sorry. This, yeah, this, yeah, this was yesterday's. Letter. It was yesterday. I discovered it yesterday. Yeah. Sorry. Right. And so this would have come out today, and they they've authorized their uh, their agent to uh, to speak on their behalf, and they've requested another sixty days uh, of keeping this thing secret. So in the end of February, we might see something going on with radar, and it doesn't seem that it's going to be the same thing as on the Model X and Model Three. Oh, uh, sorry, Model X and Model S, where you've got the ultrasonic radar facing inside the cabin, you know, to make sure that there's occupancy detection. This this sounds like what Musk was talking to Fred about. So they want to they wanna hold back user manuals, internal photos, external photos, Tesla setup photos, uh, and, and they're all listed as confidentiality ending today. Uh, however, the device will not be marketed till mid-January uh, mid 2023. Uh, so to avoid any unnecessary disclosure and competitive harm uh, before our product is launches, launches, we'd like to request the above exhibits be held for another 60 days until... Uh, the seventh of Fe February, twenty twenty three. Hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so uh, this is. Uh, I wonder if they were they were successful in uh, blocking this today, uh, because of well, it looks that... like it because we don't have any pictures. Well, <laughs> right. Yes, could, you know, except for the the extension letter. Yeah, could be the end right. of the day too, or something along uh, that could line. Be. Um, yeah, it could be at midnight. We'll see. But, uh, Speculation. It's, uh, it's interesting that this could be. That high res radar that we've uh, that we've heard about, um, yes. Because of course, many people were questioning uh, the uh, the removal of radar in the first place because yes, because were. of some of the benefits that we noticed about uh, in uh, being able to bounce the radar off the car in front of you, go underneath yeah. it, and pick up the braking of a car in front of the next car in front of you. So uh, having uh, more time to react is always a plus, and uh, that that seemed to be something that would disappear because visually, you would have a much harder time in understanding that a car in front of the car that you're sitting behind is braking. Uh, besides maybe picking up on a, a, a third break uh, through, break a window. through a window, <laughs> mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. uh, other than that, you may have difficulty. I've noticed that uh, that my FSD beta display doesn't show the car in front of the car in front of me. Sometimes it will stop, like you said, if you see a brake light or whatever, but um, it doesn't show the shadow car. Like, I think there might be a car there, like it does off to the ones on the sides. 
Like yep. the ones that Radar surely did catch before, and I could see them on the old version of the display. Uh, they like, literally, it says there's one car in front of you, and there's six. <laughs> uh, if there's like a truck or a bus, you know, a couple cars ahead, um, it'll, it'll catch that. But it's like, yeah, this van in front of you is all there is. It's like, if I can see that with my eyes a couple inches lower than yours, Triplex, how can you not see that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just want to say that it is really hard for Tesla to keep a secret. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, just like the the uh, drone armies darken the skies over their construction sites, there are people that are watching every code release they do to the apps, every yeah. firmware release they do to the vehicles, and in this story, every filing that they do with various government <laughs> agencies around the world, they yeah. are they are watched like a hawk. That's good though; it keeps them keeps them straight. So uh, there's speculation that this is just uh, like I said, just just like Elon was talking to Fred about, just a a new solution for the radar, make it, you know, one more good high quality sensor uh, that, that can actually correlate. Uh, the, there's also speculation that this could be the beginning of hardware four. Uh, yes. It's possible. Uh, I don't think we're going to be seeing hardware four before this project Highland comes out or the Cybertruck, unless there's another possibility I'm throwing out there. Maybe this radar unit is used on the semi. And because the semi just has a couple examples in customer hands right now, maybe, Maybe they're waiting until they put this this radar unit somewhere else than, than just the semi. Mm. Never thought of that, but that's possible, certainly. Yeah. Because yeah. it's got 12 cameras. Somebody counted them all. Oh, the semi's got 12 cameras. Yeah, and then the the um, the autopilot board, uh, autopilot three, hover three, uh, still only has the uh, the the um, eight or nine camera inputs. Uh, the 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 cars all have nine cameras now, but. I think it only uses the eight because that's all it's using for self-driving. And then the MCU is handling that last camera. Okay. They could, they could be using two boards, but that might be like a, a prototype of hardware four in them. Yeah. Yeah. There's talk about uh, whether or not uh, hardware four is going to be part of the, the changes to say uh, project Highland. Will yep. they, will they switch boards at that point? I would say that uh, they'd love to time it that way, but it probably depends on on inventory and the deal yeah. that they've signed with the board manufacturer. That uh, mm -hmm. Tesla seems to, you know, run out of those parts or get to the point where those parts are are legacy, and then they move over to the new uh, the new version once those uh, legacy parts have run out uh, yeah, because they don't want to waste inventory, right? They don't right, want right. to waste. They want to use up what they've got and then switch over to the uh, new. Uh, you know, barring that they do probably do keep some extras uh, for yeah, parts. For warranty, yeah. yeah. But, but don't forget also that we, we are in the middle of a part shortage, chip shortage, and shipping issue. So <laughs> uh, yeah. even if Tesla's ready, they may not actually be ready. And that's another thing that we really don't know about the semi is, uh, you know, what is it going to use the same kind of hardware? Is there is there a modification or a difference in a semi truck uh, over uh say a model s or x uh that they're using the motors from uh, who knows it's uh it's it's kind of a one-off vehicle uh it may have other things that are required like that light check thing that's probably yeah. not too intensive but there are probably some other items uh you know the suspension drop and other things might uh, correlate to suspension drops uh with uh you know air ride systems uh could so be the same thing but uh the, the light the light check is probably something they pulled out of the toolbox and put on your screen and the suspension dump has been there for Model S and Model X. Uh, again, not um, not exposed to the user, uh, but if you go into your service menu on a car with the 
any of the smart air suspensions, uh, at least from uh, from cars that shipped with uh, MCU2. Um, I actually have a suspension dump button on my on my Model X. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, but my question is: Does does the light uh, check in the semi play uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra? Then <laughs> <laughs> you know they just ripped it out of the toy box. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not suggesting that, that it's still as bad as it once was. Just that it it could hurt uh, getting a new product or part into the into the chain. Yeah, I think they were smart through. not to talk about uh, FSD autopilot oh, yeah. stuff during the semi presentation. Oh yeah, they, I, I, I yeah. did look to see if the uh, if the service manuals were part of my subscription, and they they're not. Okay. They're going to need millions of miles of shadow driving on that before they even think about it. So you know, yeah, they, it didn't look like get... even the, the the Tesla driver had it because he was he was making a lot of micro adjustments throughout that that short video. Actually, mm -hmm. I am kind of surprised uh, on you know like the video that we showed earlier of the uh, semi on the parade route. I thought for sure that PepsiCo would have those trucks out on the road and the, the drone army would just take off right after them and yes. pull them wherever <laughs> they were going. I thought for sure that was going to happen. But uh, I haven't seen anything on the uh, internet uh, to indicate that those trucks have even left uh, besides be that uh, parade. They could be in the shops. Could be. could be. Hey, here's how you work on all the stuff. Uh, here, come meet your friendly Tesla mobile mechanic. Yeah, but I, I got to believe that they would put some drivers in place and even do some short runs. You know, that's the best way to, to understand it as, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's not that it's completely foreign to a truck driver uh, right. as to how to drive a, a new truck. So right. I just right. I just thought there'd be a little bit more action on the roads with these things. Uh, but uh, maybe, maybe we'll see that this coming week. Not sure. They're making commercials or pouring over the, the telemetry data from the uh, from the previous drive. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but I'm excited yeah. to get some of them drone army leaks. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of holidays, uh, we, of yeah. course, uh, are approaching uh, the seasonal Christmas holiday. And uh, there is the hope of the holiday software update that we've received for the past number of years. Sometimes we get notifications about having a hot, hot uh, release, which maybe didn't occur that way. But uh, other, other times we get surprised with little bits and pieces that uh, delight people. Uh, especially uh, last year, there was the uh, ability to uh, train your car on how to do its own light show, uh, which was mm -hmm. a bit of a surprise. So uh, we, we get these little nuggets and, and uh, additions to the car. This year... Um, Tesla Scope put together a listing of possibilities as they see it. Um, of course, the first one on their list is the uh, Apple Music that has been rumored, uh, the Easter mm -hmm. egg placed at the Peterson Museum uh, with the, uh, uh, the UPC code. So that looks like that is coming uh, based on uh, why would they do that at the Peterson Museum if, the, if it wasn't coming. Um, we've got uh, the ability to have the music player to be uh, improved uh, with a new sound uh, system that uh, it will play higher fidelity, uh, which uh, is what uh, titles claim the fame is. Uh, they have a higher fidelity uh, music uh, listing. Uh, this, of course, would allow Apple Music to uh, access that higher fidelity as well. So that might be a combo with the first one. Mm. And now that Elon and Tim Cook are friends, uh, that's right. <laughs> now that they've walked around the reflective garden and they're all in sync, uh, that could be it. 
Here's another interesting one that a lot of us have really forgotten about, and that, of course, is the Wi-Fi MyQ garage door support. So this, uh, this is something that Elon mentioned a couple of years ago uh, when they took the, um, I guess it was the, uh, the component uh, that would open garage doors out of the cars. It was one of the, was one of the options that was taken away. It wasn't standard anymore. Homelink, correct. So uh, he had mentioned that most garage doors were switching to Wi-Fi anyways, and they would include that in their software pack. So that may be a possibility of something that's coming. Uh, that, subscriptions uh, are too darn high. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't forget any subscription for this Wi-Fi garage door. I hope there's no subscription yeah. for that. And your Apple and your Disney and your YouTube. Oh, man, so many subscriptions for this car. Yeah. Why would you need a subscription for uh, Wi-Fi? Because Chamberlain uh, charges for that. Oh, Chamberlain Garage Doors charges for that. Ah, uh, sounds like a BMW sure move to me. Free. That's no good. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I think they're giving you a 30-day, 60-day trial. And then oh, isn't that nice of them? <laughs> right, at some point there's a one-year trial so that you'd forget, and all of a sudden your credit card got paid. <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. At least at least it's only two dollars. I mean, like for two dollars, okay, no big deal. But two dollars a day, two dollars a month, a month, a month, a month. Uh, but man, just after for a while, you get subscription fatigue. Well, I mean, when you yeah. look at how much my car uses the home link, like come in, opens, leave, closes, uh, and if you trust it not to close the door on itself, you could have it do them both. I don't trust my car not to close the door on itself though. With the right, uh, but I mean, you just want to buy that part and be done with it. You don't want to have yes! to pay every month. Yes. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would much rather pay, was it 500 they were charging at the end for Homelink? Yeah. yeah. I'd much rather just do it one time, uh, given how many miles and, and how long I keep the car. Um, but mm. let's see, 500 divided by uh, two. It'll take a couple of years to recuperate at uh, $2, a, $2 a month. Months, right? yeah. <laughs> I was told yeah. there would be no math. There's also being able to uh, to uh, turn on the remote light show through your application on your phone, uh, so you can fire up uh, the light show uh, with your phone, uh, and maybe run a few other gadgets uh, with it, like uh, anti-emission mode, which of course we know is fart mode. Uh, there may be a, a, a few other uh, trinkets in there that allow you to do some things mobily through your app as opposed to having to do it in the car. So that's kind of cool. And uh, they hint at a couple of new games, which they failed to mention what they are, uh, but they think there might be a couple of new games that join uh, the, uh, the group. And there is some more that uh, they're unable to share at this point because they don't want to divulge their sources. Uh, if they were to come out with something specific that hasn't been mentioned before, it may give uh, Tesla the idea that certain engineers have got some loose lips and have been leaking to the media. Yeah, I, I like this in a way because remember the double fire emoji. Uh, for 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 those of us on legacy cars and then people without speakers who no not legacy cars just people without speakers, legacy. Uh, we got kind of a kind of a short stick last year, and <laughs> that second fire emoji never arrived. Uh, one other thing that they mentioned that came out later um, uh, in in uh, the uh, the Steam client, uh, the the Steam game downloader, uh, it now has a a uh, a bool, a true false setting for uh, is it Chrome OS or is it Tesla? Yeah. Wow. Mm. 
So they're they're looking at the browser that's connecting to the Steam uh, the Steam software, and they're determining whether you're in a Tesla or not. So that could certainly lead to maybe some of those extra games they're talking about are the finally arrives three years later hundreds <laughs> hundreds that are available on Steam. Uh, but of course, that's probably going to require a subscription too. Oh oh yeah, you know it. Because <laughs> you're going to need the premium internet. So or you could be on uh, Wi-Fi. You could be on Wi-Fi. Yeah. Hopefully, it's just games you've already bought, not, and they just not too many people say, "Let's you know, mid-February, let's go into the garage, go to the Tesla, it's freezing, <laughs> and we'll watch some video, and we'll play no. some games live." No, so, that's something you'll do with supercharger. Like, man, because <laughs> uh, remember, Tesla did this thing recently since since the three of us got our cars, where they used to say, "Hey, stop at the supercharger for six minutes." Oh, okay, stop there for twelve minutes. Now they're like, "Oh." Oh, it's such a pain to have to keep stopping. So let's let's minimize. Let's get you down to two stops. They're going to be sixty minutes each, which is just right. That's and if they have Wi-Fi at that uh, supercharger location, you can yeah. stop, charge for a, a long time, and play games, watch a movie, do whatever. Well, that part's nice, but um, I'm going to make a video and I'm going to share it with Patrick so you can make an article about how to get some of that experience back of of minimizing your time spent traveling on long trips because. Oh yeah, you are I'm definitely not an expert. For minutes. I would I would like to see you do the same trip uh, with um, just following their recommendation and then doing it again with your optimization. Okay, we'll need um, a, a good long while for uh, uh, like a, like a holiday of some sort. Yeah. Thankfully, there's two coming up. We'll see what we can do. Actually, I was hoping that navigation would allow some personalization of navigation, that you'd be able to oh, yeah. indicate that you like shorter stops uh, yes. because you charge faster. Maybe, you know, that, maybe that's a time-sensitive thing as opposed to right. I like shorter stops. You're indicating that I would like to be the most efficient at uh, the travel time uh, as opposed to longer chargers. So because right. it's always been said that if you uh, if you – if you uh, run the battery down to a low amount and then charge up to like a 70, 80%, uh, that's better than, of course, charging to the full amount or to 90% uh, right. because you're waiting longer. A full glass uh, takes a lot longer to charge than a partially full. So, especially since lithium doesn't have a memory effect. I mean, like somebody must have told, or some enough people must have told, uh, the, the, the navigation team that, oh my goodness, it's so hard to make six stops on one trip. Uh, and then they cut it down to one or two stops for, for trip, which is. And, and I, I think that really has something to do as well with the experience of the owner of the car, because uh, as the three of us know, uh, we're pretty confident uh, when the car is giving us a, an ETA and a state of charge uh, when we're approaching. And uh, with the amount of more superchargers now being on the network, it does give us an out that we can, okay, you know what, that I am, I'm going to push it a little bit further. I think I can get to the next stop. And if you, uh, if the car starts to alert you, you can always bail on that plan and stop on a supercharger that's partly in between. So yeah. uh, mm -hmm. I think the experience of the driver would allow us to be more comfortable in pushing yeah. it a little bit further than somebody that uh, just got their car. And, and like we discussed at the semi-event, um, it has gotten even more accurate, like to the point where every right. time I plug in a trailer, it assumes I've plugged in a fully loaded U-Haul cube, which so far has been true. <laughs> Next, you'll find that your your icon shows the trailer's already attached to your car. 
<laughs> it does actually. You get in the car and there's this blue trailer facing you back on your screen. <laughs> when it gets to the point where it's adjusting, oh, you just had a meal. I'm going to. <laughs> Did you do the all-you-can-eat buffet? Then we're going to ramp it up a little bit more. <laughs> Please enter what you ate. Yeah. Exactly. That's probably got a little bit too far, but uh, that's what we do in this show, so that's okay. Hey, it makes it more fun. <laughs> Pulling over well, to a restaurant so you can use the bathroom and <laughs> leave it up the oh, Yeah, yeah, there we go the opposite way. Right, right. Oh, man. Well, let's wrap this up before we get into really uncharted territory, which we're rapidly heading there. Uh, Patrick, any shout outs for the end of the show? Sure. I am with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at oeva.org. And uh, tomorrow we're having our uh, holiday events of pizza and soda. and It's going to be a good time. So All if right. you're in the Oregon area, check out our website and uh, come have some pizza with us. And also I blog at carswithcores.net. Check that out. Thank yeah, you. Check out the article that Patrick wrote about our first story. Yes. It's very detailed. If you haven't already, please give us a thumbs up on the video. And, of course, uh, if you haven't subscribed, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's not like we're going to be sending you a check if you wait any longer. So go ahead <laughs> and subscribe now. It helps us out. We would really appreciate it. It also helps that, us with our mission. What's that mission, Patrick? Oh, yeah. A future free from fossil fuels. <laughs> and Casey, so you can buy all the things. <laughs> yes. Casey, what do you got cooking for us? What, a, what updates do you have for us today? So uh, allegedly, I've got two FSD beta updates inbound. We'll, we'll see because nice. I'm a legacy car and I'm not a safest driver who didn't have to pass the safety test. Yes, I'm still salty. Uh, <laughs> not bitter at all. Not bitter at all. Just a little bit. And um, as I said, I've got the, um, the, the speeding up your Tesla long haul trips because if you if you had a chance to actually inspect my my driving history, you'll see that I have uh, when I'm driving at all because lately I've been working from home. I either take these really short trips, like errands to the grocery store, or I go on these multi-state adventures. Uh, there's nothing in between for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've got a little bit of wisdom to pass on to you because, uh, as I said, uh, these young ladies had just got their Model Three performance, and they missed their Thanksgiving dinner because they were listening to the car as far as how they should charge, when they should charge. And mm. uh, they have these tips that I'm about to give you guys on this video. Um, they would have at least got the end of dinner, assuming they left on time. And uh, don't let this happen to you. So watch the video over at youtube.com at Casey Green slash Casey Green. And uh, on Sundays, I do a show similar to this, but we, we bring in a little more than just the Musk companies, or bring, we also bring in a lot of the rest of the Musk companies. And um, yeah. I think you might enjoy it. Have a chat with us. Good stuff. Very good. Very good. want to thank uh, Derek, uh, Trent, JT, Maya, Hockey Day, Anders, uh, and more that joined us in the chat room. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much, everyone. Uh, everyone, uh, enjoy your week, and let's get together next Wednesday and discuss what is happening in the Tesla life. Thanks, Lee Moon, for the music. Absolutely. Stay positive. Test negative. Yes. All right, I'm going to try to push this button that I've got, and uh, if that works, then we're good. If it doesn't work, we're going to do it the old-fashioned way. It didn't work. We're going to do this the old-fashioned <laughs> way. We're going to do it on the flip side. <laughs>